0: Oh live. Hello, ma'am. Hi. I would like to buy this piece of candy. Sure. I'm very can. hungry.
1: Did you find everything all right?
0: Um yeah. Yeah, I found it right in the chocolate midnight section.
1: Okay, beep. Uh that's gonna be a dollar twenty five plus taxer.
0: A so. dollar twenty five? Mm-hmm. This is the Dollar Tree.
1: Yeah, I get it. And the name can be a little bit misleading. We've we've made a few changes. Really everything here is about a dollar twenty five now, so
0: why? You can change the name?
1: Yeah. $1. We we tree? were gonna change it to a dollar twenty five, but we're looking at reports. Inflation's going up a little bit more in the country. You know, forty year high. So it could be a dollar fifty anytime soon. We change the sign. Then we gotta go hire a new guy. You know, then it becomes the two dollar tree. You know what are you gonna do?
0: You should call yourself the lying tree, because that's what you've done.
1: Well, sir, it's really not my fault. Whose fault
0: them. is it? I thought this was America.
1: <sighs> it's it's Brandon's fault. Can I uh, get Brandon? You <laughs> You want to talk to the manager or what?
0: Well, this way, if I buy four pieces of candy, then I don't have to get any coins back. Right. Because $1.25 yes. times four is $5. You're
1: very good at math, sir.
0: I know some things.
1: Okay. Bye. Okay. <laughs> For and candy. seen. Guys, uh, thank you so much for joining Will and Amala Live. We hope you're having a fantastic Wednesday. We're here to talk to you about a bunch of stories today. We're talking record high inflation, you hiring, a story out of Wall Street Journal that has to do with your voting rights and fair elections. Are non-citizens going to be voting in America? Plus, is Ronald McDonald House kicking out terminally ill children and their families for not being vaccinated? You're really going to enjoy that story there. We're talking China's zero COVID policy plus is pedophilia getting normalized a a crazy article out of USA Today also we're giving you a Novak update talking Prince Andrew the Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein debacle and we're going to play a game called most likely to at the end of the show where we figure out who is most likely to fall into specific categories here on the show and you guys will be able to participate and vote with us
2: is that all we're talking about today or
1: no. <laughs> there is okay. so, so much more.
2: I just hope we have enough to talk about because <laughs> right. I'm not sure that that's enough stories. Right.
1: I'm not sure the 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 ten stories I just mentioned is enough to fill the hour. But uh, I feel
2: like I stumbled
0: into a dream. <laughs>
1: oh do you uh-huh. hopefully a good one it's not a nightmare right no it's a good dream okay good 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 uh guys just want to let you know that if you'd like to listen to our show you can go to spotify google Play or apple Podcasts. please give us a follow there uh like it subscribe leave us a five-star review we really want people uh boosting our podcast listeners so if you can give us any gift today it would be that yeah now- we crossed
2: a hundred thousand downloads for the first time we last did. month on uh on, and that's not even including Spotify. That's so.
1: crazy. A hundred thousand of you guys are, are checking out our podcast and and also like watching our YouTube and our Facebook. So it's super, super cool. Thank you guys so much for doing what you've done so far and let's boost it. Let's do more. Uh, now, in, in in terms of doing more and boosting things. <laughs> I try to have my clear segues. Inflation is at a 40-year high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was that a good segue? It was all right. That's good. That's it good. It was all right. Uh, it looks like things are going to be a little bit more expensive here in this nation. Here's an article out of AP News starting off with inflation jumped at its fastest pace in nearly 40 years last month, a 7% spike from a year earlier that is increasing household expenses. The things that you guys are probably focusing on is, you know, your food, your clothing, your gas. All of this is going up at a rate that we have really haven't seen in 40 years now.
0: Yeah, there's a lot that goes into this, so mm-hmm. we could really dive in and talk about why this is happening. First of all, I get people when we talk about this, and they say, well, the stock market's rising, right? The stock market is rising, and the S&P 500, all these things, these things are fine. Why are these things fine, yet inflation seems to rise for average Americans with all of the goods that they want? Well, that's because inflation is good for investors. Inflation is good for hedge funds, okay? What you have is investors going and investing in assets because inflation is high, which means interest rates are basically zero when it comes to the Fed. So the Fed, the loans that they are giving out, the interest rates are zero, which means that they can go and invest in all of these different things, and it's not really going to be any cost to the bank. So they're going to go and invest in all these things. So that's why the stock market will continue to rise, yet inflation uh, will will get worse at the same time. where The price of your goods continues to get worse.
1: Yep, and it looks like, according to the reports here, uh, James Knightley, chief international econ- uh, economist, is saying that they show no signs of this inflation easing anytime soon. We know a lot of this is brought on by the pandemic. Thank you. Thank you to the bureaucrats and politicians that asked that we lock down our businesses and ruined our supply chain. Uh, so we're going to bear the brunt of that. And, and what's important to recognize is that these massive corporations get to sustain the, the impact and the blow of this while people who are running small businesses as detailed in this article are going get hit really, really hard where they're going to have to uh, increase the prices of the commodities that they're producing for you or end up going out of business. And that's the really sad part is that the small businesses are not going to be able to, to brace for impact here and the corporations will and they will be the ones who are left standing.
0: Well, a lot of these big businesses are going to be fine because they have essentially made deals with the government that they are going to get bailed out. We saw that in the 2008 financial crisis where the banks essentially have a safeguard that if inflation happens and the economy crashes, they will always get bailed out by who? The American taxpayer. The taxpayer pays for it. I mean, that's why the Federal Reserve, part of why the Federal Reserve was created in the first place, because it is a means as a safety net for the big banks to get bailed out if something happens. So yeah, your little mom and pop shop or your little mom and pop shop bank or something something that's down on the corner in your town. It's completely the money that they have means nothing. It's it's totally meaningless. Mm -hmm. But the money that's in one of these other banks, uh, JP Morgan, Goldman Sachs, it's it's still meaningless, but they get bailed out. They get bailed out by the U.S. government because of the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve is the problem of all of this. The Federal Reserve has printed billions of dollars. They've created billions of dollars out of nothing. It's essentially out of nothing. That sounds crazy to say, but they have created billions of dollars by doing absolutely nothing. They have done what is called quantitative easing. Quantitative easing is where the Federal Reserve essentially gives money to big banks like JP Morgan, like Goldman Sachs, and says, hey, take this money they do it through treasury notes, but eventually it's basically money because then the banks take the money and they go and invest in assets across the country. So whether they're investing in energy or farmland or technology, any of these other things, you are then taking banks investing in things with fake money. That is why the price of things goes up. When are you going to have the economic collapse? When the interest rates are raised. When the Fed has to raise the interest rates because federal because the, the inflation gets so bad, that is when all of the assets that these people have bought using the fake money then all decrease in value and you are left with nothing. That's what happened in the 1980s. Uh, they did the same thing, not to as horrible of a degree as it is now, but it's it's the exact same thing. That is the future that we are looking at.
1: Yeah, and couple that with the wage battles that we're going through right now of, of employees asking for higher wages and the fight for 15 that we're seeing in states across the nation. So that's happening. And then these small businesses and corporations are, are raising the, the wages and then they raise the price of the commodities. And then it goes back and forth and back and forth and ways, wages get higher and then the, the products get higher. So it just seems like an endless cycle. And like I said, the economists, uh, at least the ones referenced in this article, don't see it ending anytime soon. So what does this mean for uh, the typical american family not good uh, as well would say i don't like it i
0: don't like it <laughs> i don't like it
1: <laughs> yeah i don't like it one bit so we kind of just have to brace for for what's happening here i went and oh, you got to do
0: more than brace i mean there there are steps that you can take i mean cryptocurrency is one that yeah. is something that you can get involved with just, i don't coming I, after I, you listen, for that. i'm not a crypto economist i'm not an economist at all And I don't know the future of Bitcoin and all these things on whether or not they're going to be susceptible or not susceptible from any sort of government interference because I think that they're going to enlist major penalties on people removing them from... It's very hard to say what's going to happen. But as of now, I think that is somewhat of a solution. Investing in in precious metals, gold, silver, those types of things. There are steps that you can take. And you can also stop buying things on credit cards that you cannot afford.
1: Yeah, maybe that's step one. Yes, if
0: you have debt... Get out of debt, okay? People want to save money before... This is Dave Ramsey talking. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, He's on the show yeah. tomorrow, by He's the way. He's on the show tomorrow. Dave yes. Ramsey's going to be on the show tomorrow, which is really exciting. But but if you... But
2: listen to Will right now. It's much yeah. better financial <laughs> advice. But well, we're going to be talking about different things, okay?
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, brother. Right. right. No, but it, it, if, if you are then saving money before you have paid off your debts, you are doing it wrong. If you have debts, you should pay those off because as your interest rates uh, are doing, you're actually not even saving... Money because you're mm-hmm. actually having to spend more money over time. Yep. So if you have debt, pay off the debt before you start saving money. Have a thousand dollars in your bank account that is going to be yours that you can. Oh
1: my gosh. Keep. Are you like Dave Ramsey's son right now? That's
0: what I'm saying. I'm it's telling no you, this is Dave Ramsey, one. but it's Put him good in advice. Envelopes. It's good <laughs> advice. Not, listen, not everyone listens to Dave Ramsey. Yeah, it's true. But this is he's exactly right. I, I don't agree with him on everything, but I agree with him on this point that you need to pay off your debts. It is truly the most important thing you do, and have a thousand dollar fund for if any emergencies
1: happen. Mm-hmm. But what is it
0: that half of people in America don't even have five hundred Dollars, if there is some sort of emergency, yep, it's insane. They
1: don't have, yeah, they don't have four hundred dollars. The, right. the average American family could not that. spare four hundred dollars if it became necessary today.
0: Right, and that's horrible. That's horrible that, to hear.
2: That's the point too. Like, I mean, we we'll t- we talk about it a lot on the show, like all, how, all the different ways that the deck is stacked against you with wages and inflation and all this stuff. But at the end of the day, you you are the deck is stacking against you so you can't make it worse on yourself so do everything that you can not to put yourself in debt and make poor financial decisions manage your money poorly to where because a lot of people it doesn't it wouldn't even matter the fact that the deck stack against you you can't even manage your money in the first place
0: right don't be like oh the federal reserve is ruining my life (laughs) when you have all these credit card bills and yeah Yeah. exactly
2: when you like they didn't make you spend that
0: money yeah they didn't make you buy a new car Mm -hmm. that you couldn't afford and a super expensive watch or you know new clothes like Mm -hmm. on a credit card the federal reserve didn't Do that, (laughs) you went and did that, (laughs) you know. So, yeah, you have to take responsibility for your financial future, you have to take responsibility for your own finances. Yes, things are getting a lot worse, Mm -hmm. and a lot of things that people invest in right now like, if you go and invest in, let's say, property, uh, land, energy, any of these types of things, the value is going to continue to go up. This is why people are giving out so many loans right now because the value seems like it's going up because with inflation, it means that things are getting more expensive. So, you Mm -hmm. think that your land is going to be more valuable in time, but. As soon as they raise the interest rates, again, they raise the interest rates on the Fed, then all of that is going to completely drop and you are going to be out of money. So when you are investing in things, it is important to buy them outright. If you are getting something, buy it outright. Don't be putting it on a credit card or something that you have in the reserve.
1: Good advice, Will. Thank well, you. Ramsey. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, doing you better than i deserve <laughs>
0: i'm doing okay
1: <laughs> and guys if you are are out of work or looking for a new job and you want to you know earn some wages you can come and apply to prager you here's our new website i'll show you exactly where to go if you want to apply for a job here you're going to go to prageru.com you're going to click get involved you're going to go to come work with us and here are our featured jobs we're looking for a lot of different people video specialists paid media uh talent acquisition if you have a certain skill set uh we might be looking for somebody just like you. So come and work at Prager You, one of the best nonprofit organizations in the nation. Eventually, we're
2: growing our team on the show as well. So if you want to work yes. for Will and I live on our team specifically, we'd love to yep. have you. Yes. You
1: can get annoyed by Will and I all day long
2: 23 hours a day.
0: 20. <laughs> 23 hours a day, okay?
1: 28-5. Yeah.
0: No. Uh, I, w- I want to say a little bit more about this before we move on to <laughs> sure, the next story, because I think it's important. Yes. Uh, between 2008 and 2014, the, the Fed tripled the amount of money that they created mm. from the entire first 95 years in their existence. They tripled the amount of money that they created just during that short amount of time. I want people to understand how dire this is. I want you to look danger in the face and say, this is coming. Okay, because it truly is coming. Something There is going to be some sort of, of end to this inflation where something's going to snap and it's, it's all going to come crashing down. I truly believe that. And so... I don't, I'm not necessarily one of the total like, oh, this is the Great Reits reset, like the World Economic Forum and all them are talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I'm totally on board with that and everything, but something is coming where your currency is going to mean nothing. So just be ready as a, an informed citizen that this is happening and you need to be ready with the things that you actually own and the things that actually are going to be worth something when it comes down to it.
2: Amen. Jerry D it says wouldn't. Dave Ramsey for Fed Reserve Chairman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he would get our country into shape. Yeah.
0: Imagine. Well, oh, he's not gonna come on and say, "Oh, this is all transitory. This is all transitory." He's gonna give it to us straight, brother. He's gonna tell us what's actually yeah, going on. Yeah. What does
1: he tell him? Ma'am, you are spending like you're in Congress. Yeah. Exactly. There you go. No, he knows. He really put him in line. Well,
0: listen. Congress says, "Oh, I want, I want new, uh, I want people in Pakistan to know about yeah. trans theory." Give me $600 Ugh. billion, dollars Fed. Yeah. And then they print a bunch of money that means nothing. Right. And they send it off to Pakistan I to, saw a tweet to today that buddies.
2: we gave $300 million to the Taliban. I don't know if that's true, but I wouldn't put it past us. I mean, we already gave them trillions <laughs> yeah. of dollars of equipment. So. Yeah, it wasn't
0: it wasn't yes. necessarily like Taliban, but it was like to aid efforts to help, you mm. know, it, it's whatever. But, you know, that money, where does that money come from? We need to the teach gender theory
2: to women, the Afghan girls, you
0: know. Uh-huh. that was actually no, that'll something them. That'll exactly save them. Yes, it is. That'll save them. Listen, if Afghan children... Just know the difference between pansexual and two spirit. Two spirit. <laughs> yep. Listen, there will be no no more Taliban. If
1: you just teach one girl out there, one other Malala, that twerking is empowering.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we've we've done our job. Right,
0: Talatrans. trans.
1: <laughs> oh no, no.
0: Okay, oh, they're gonna come for me now.
1: <laughs> yeah, you've got a target on the I back know. now. Honor <laughs> kill. Oh my gosh! Wow! Wow, well, Will. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
1: Okay, let's move on to some other news here. You might have heard of this sort of ongoing battle about your voting rights and and the shifts that are being made out there. We saw In Virginia they were trying to pass voting laws that required voter ID now there was a few people who were not very happy about this and it tends to be the woke left who came back and shot at this uh, Virginia voting law saying that requiring voter ID is racist and now we're seeing a law being pushed called the Freedom to Vote Act, and essentially what this Freedom to Vote Act means that uh, it would create a federal right to mail ballots, no excuse needed to mail in your ballot, overruling laws in 16 states, according to this Wall Street Journal article, and every state would be required to count late-arriving mail votes. Uh, Assuming timely postmarks, ballots would be valid if they showed up a week after election day now the current administration is advocating for this freedom to vote act and i'm sure just in reading what it outlines you can see the implications of what that might mean uh having no excuse needed for mail-in ballots and late votes being uh counted at least a week after the election day
0: you gotta go on i mean you go on any leftist media news organization right now and you are hearing what they're saying about all of this and just voting in general they want to say like all these things that all the all all these different legislations that have come through red states and all these things where these these voting rights things they're saying Mm -hmm. they're taking people's rights they're taking people's voting rights away yep they're saying this all over the nation that that is what the right wants to do we want to take away people's voting rights i urge anyone out there who's watching this or any person who is on the left go and look at any of that legislation that has passed and you tell me where someone's voting rights have been taken away Please, no one's voting rights have been taken away this is not a threat to our democracy they want to call us domestic terrorists and we are a threat to America and all this all we are doing is ensuring our democracy that we have the right to vote Right? saying things like oh we don't want mail-in ballots mm-hmm. or we don't want people uh, voting weeks after mm-hmm. apparently it is a threat to democracy and taking away people's voting rights no sorry we just don't want this to be so easy that people can cheat and lie but this is what the left wants the left wants to cheat the right wants to have these things so that you have citizens coming in to vote
1: right
2: not eight hundred thousand non-citizens who yeah, are exactly able to vote now, like will, New York City just did.
1: Yes, which we will get right. We will get right over to that in, in a little bit. But you have to think: Why would somebody advocate for you not being identifiable when you go to vote in an election? To cheat. What? Yeah. What? What? What is the goal there? Thank you for answering the rhetorical question. <laughs> <Sorry. though. laughs> I uh, appreciate it. And I was guessing. Uh, what should immediately set off alarm bells for anybody and everybody when you hear arguments on any social issue is the use of the word racism or white supremacy that is so often what we've heard when it comes to voter identification, specifically when it came from Georgia. Why should you not be identified when you're going to vote in an election? And the excuse that they use is that a black people and Hispanic people disproportionately lack identification when it comes to, to uh, showing up at the polls. Now, let's, let's assume that is a massive problem. Black and Hispanic people disproportionately lack ID in this country. Is the solution to not require ID Absolutely not. The solution would be to get these people identified. And they say, you know, it's ridiculous that states require voter ID. Every state in this union has at least three different options for identification that you can use at a polling site. If you in a matter of three and a half years in between elections cannot find a way to get yourself identified, that's that's your onus. That's your fault.
0: You don't deserve to vote.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Take on a little bit of civic responsibility. (laughs) Seriously.
0: You can't even go get an ID. Do you have an ID?
1: I do have an ID. I yeah you're black because you sure? I also drive a car and I also have a job which are things that you drive need identify- she uses that word
0: loosely <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It's not it's fun right Yeah, it's yeah. not it's not any fun.
1: I also <laughs> lead footedly hit the gas and brake on my car yeah, exactly. uh, and, and get to and right. from places. <laughs> right. So you have
0: a license for that. Yeah. Right. It makes sense.
1: And it's just amazing. And then you see these videos of people going out to predominantly black and Hispanic communities and asking people, Do you have ID? And they look at you like you're crazy for even asking them that. Of course mm-hmm. they are identified. They need that to do basic things in life. To get into school, to drive a car, to get a job, to get health insurance. You need identification. Right. So, well,
2: now you need the in D.C. mayor just tweeted out you need a, not only your ID, but also your vax pass and a triple mask to be able to go eat at a restaurant, which, by the way, um, minority and poor communities are disproportionately unvaccinated. And so yeah. they're punishing them, which is perfectly fine. But, you know, when it comes to voting, then we don't require anything.
0: Well, yeah, we just saw the new jobs report. If you guys just saw the new jobs report, I mean, they're all coming and saying, no, this is awesome. This is awesome. Unemployed blacks in America went from six point five percent to seven point one percent. That's because of the un- the, the vaccination. Mm-hmm. That's because of the forced vaccination where you have black people who are really not wanting to get vaccinated all that much and now they're getting out of work because businesses are requiring them to be vaxxed. So actually, this racism that you're talking about and saying you want to help these communities, you are doing worse by enforcing these mandates. Exactly right. These people have IDs, too. Yep. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> that is, all of this is so dumb.
1: Yes, it is. It is. It's just an excuse. And then you have to look, okay, if, if I recognize that this is an excuse, what is the underpinning of that excuse? What are they actually trying to to achieve here? And this next story, as Taylor brought up recently, is going to show you a little bit of that underpinning of what they're trying to to achieve. Here's the New York Times article. non Citizens' right to vote becomes law in New York City starting next year. Eight hundred thousand uh, legal permanent residents will be eligible to vote in municipal elections. So, essentially, what's happening here is that more than eight hundred thousand non-citizens now have the right to vote in these elections. Now, what the mayor of New York has said is, "I believe that New Yorkers should have a say in their government," which is why I have and will continue to support this important legislation. Right.
0: Yeah, I, I listened to the full interview of him of him talking about this. It's not your government. Mm
1: -hmm. If you're here illegally, it's not Mm -hmm.
0: technically your government. You are here illegally. Hence the word illegal. You're not an undocumented migrant. You are not a dreamer. You are illegal. Okay? You are an illegal alien. You do not have the right to vote. When you make it so that anyone can come into this country and vote, then what does it even mean to be a citizen? Why become a citizen? Is being a citizen of America mean nothing to you? It means nothing to these people. You being a citizen of this country and obeying the laws... Means absolutely nothing to them. They're, they're pooping all over the, the 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 title of being a citizen.
1: Where this hits for me is I think they're going to expand, uh, you know, immigration reform. So this applies to people who uh, carry green cards in this nation and also the dreamers. So, you you know, the Dream Act of DACA, if you come into this nation with a child or or birth a child here illegally, uh, they can now be a dreamer or part of the DACA program, which essentially makes them a legal resident, although not a technical U.S. citizen. So now all DACA recipients and green card holders are going to be able to vote in uh, New York City as well. well. If you're
0: you're born in America, you are a citizen
1: well i mean people who come here with children that are under the the legal age of being an adult sorry right, right. uh so now daca recipients are going to be able to vote as well in new york yeah. so it's should just... i can
0: i go into i'm going to europe in two <sighs> weeks can i go to can i go to holland and vote in the elections <laughs> can i just go and vote does that make any sense yeah no of course not why do these people get to go in and vote and I can't go to another country and vote? Why is it that people, why, why is it that I cannot go into Mexico and vote in their elections, but people from Mexico can come into America and vote mm-hmm. in our elections?
1: Great why questions. does that make any sense? Great questions.
0: It's, it's, it's these people hate America. <laughs> they hate America. If they loved America, then they would at least say, oh, go into Mexico and vote in their elections because there's a globalization process and you can do whatever you want and borders aren't real. Mm-hmm. But no, it's because they hate America. They want to destroy America. That's why they want these people to vote. They, don't, they care nothing about the rule of law. They care nothing about citizenship. They care nothing about our rights. They want to stamp them all out. And this should go to the highest level of the courts to fight this and say these people are not allowed to vote in my elections because they do not pay the same price that I do as an American citizen.
1: Yeah, I mean, you just got to think what what party is more privy to uh, immigration reform and DACA recipients? I think you guys can answer that question. So if you've now legislated that 800,000 people who fall under those categories of green card recipients and DACA recipients now get to vote, who are they going to vote for? So is that not a massive sway to the tune of millions, if this is instated in more than just New York City, to the tune of millions of voters who are now going to be entering an election with a particular political bias because of the foundation of their legal residency in the United States? Who do you think they're going to vote for? It's all according (laughs) to plan. It's very, very clear. It's very, just ask yourself those questions. Why is somebody, why would somebody be doing this?
0: Well, Michelle Obama, she just came and said she's going to, this was two days ago, I think. She came and said, I'm going to register one million more people to vote. Mm -hmm. She's going to be registering illegal immigrants to vote. (laughs) That's what this woman, woman's going to be doing. And other
2: people. What's that? And dead people.
0: And dead people. Yeah. Well, those are very important. You know, you can't forget them.
1: I see dead oh. people voting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, Thank they're at least American wait, citizen dead
2: people.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Hilarious. No, it, 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 it's a true destruction of America. It really is.
2: And all for it, like, it's such a short sighted thing to be like, well, I want votes for my side in the next election. Mm-hmm. So I'm willing to destroy the what it means to be a citizen, the integrity of our entire system, right. destroy our borders, all of that, just so I can have power. And right. then I want to keep doing it and, and, and keep letting the sink take on more the ship take on more water and keep sinking just so I can stay in power of it while it goes down.
0: Yep. Right. And I don't want people from from I don't want white people from Europe coming in and voting the opposite way that yeah. I want them to and getting free handouts from the left either. Mm-hmm. It's nothing to do with race. No. All it has to do with is, is you're destroying the rule of law. Mm. Yep. That's what it's about. And you are making it unfair... You are giving yourself an unfair advantage, but this just goes to show you how great how, how great conservatism is and how much we are winning and how much the American people are fed up with what's happening in this country with these horrible people who who are in charge and, and just the, what they've done with COVID and inflation, all this. You can tell just how fed up people are because they have to bring in this amount of people to save themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if it wasn't for, for all of the terrible things they were doing, they wouldn't need to do this. They could maybe do something fair for once in their lives, but they, they're not going to do that. They're yeah. going to cheat. That's what it seems
1: like. That is exactly what it seems like. Um, here's another, this is this is kind of a heart-wrenching story. Uh, we saw this trending on Twitter this morning. Ronald McDonald House is trending. And you might look and say, "Like, you know what? I've heard of Ronald McDonald House, great charity. Haven't heard about them in a long time. Why are they trending now? And they're trending because uh, a father by the name of Austin Ferguson came out and said he received a notice from uh, Ronald McDonald House. What did that notice say? It said that by January 17th, everybody who is five years or older entering or staying in the Ronald McDonald House, which, for those of you who don't know, is a place that they house uh, families of terminally ill children so that they can receive medical care and stay uh, within one facility. So they've told these parents that by January 17th, if you guys have not received your first dose of the COVID-19 vaccine, you and your children that are five years and above, you are going to be evicted from the Ronald McDonald Wait, which House. One, which one? What was that?
0: You Sorry, you said which vaccine?
1: The COVID-19. Oh, okay. Yes. I thought you mentioned a specific. Brand. No, yeah, no. The, COVID, the COVID-19 vaccine, if it's not received by first dose by January 17th, nobody, you can't enter or stay at the Ronald McDonald House. They gave a grace period for families already in the facility saying that by January 31st, if you guys are not fully vaccinated, uh, again, five and above for the terminally ill and something, sometimes cancerous patients, uh, you so will be So it's not evicted. just
0: the families, it's the patients. It's the yeah.
1: families and the children. And the children. So if you have a terminally ill child mm. who is five years or older, they must be vaccinated by January 31st or they will no longer be able to stay at Ronald McDonald's house. Yeah. And I Listen. read too, uh,
2: as of January 12th, they're requiring the new, like they're checking for new patients yep. and that's family members. Yep. Yeah, that's today. So yep. yeah, you're not admitted unless you've been vaccined.
1: Yeah. So as you can imagine, now uh, Austin Ferguson's, his son is four years old, but is six months until turning five. Uh, he saw the notice and confronted a staff member at Ronald McDonald House, and I will show this quick video uh, showing that uh, confrontation. Uh, get first
3: dose, yeah. but essentially as of January 17th, it's a board mandate from, Lara, from- So I just wanna get this straight. So by the end of the month, my four year old boy leukemia is getting evicted because we don't have the vaccine. My parents. This is, if he was six months old, you would be angry. But yeah, because we don't have the vaccine, you're going to throw us on the snow, for a few weeks' notice. Like, this is some kind of crazy evil. Like, I have never seen in my life. It doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not. Everybody knows yourself to wear the masks because you can go out and catch COVID transmitted and bring it back in. That's why vaccines people with masks, though, so it doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not. Just, like the idea is to make people safer. Like, this isn't about safety. This is this is coercing people to get a vaccine, choosing between their children and their own beliefs, whether it's religious beliefs, whether they're hesitant to get a vaccine. My kid has gotten all his vaccines. We're not anti vaccines. This is absolutely that. So just let me get this clear. You-
1: she goes on to ask him questions about uh, his son and how old he is and all that fun stuff. But it, it's, it's really important to, to talk about this. You have families with terminally ill children who are staying in these facilities have most likely been there for uh, an expanded amount of time and are pretty comfortable staying there. And now are going to be uprooted from that if they don't receive a medical treatment that they should have the choice to receive.
0: Listen, the, the Ronald McDonald House is a company, and it can it can do what it wants. It can mm-hmm. serve the people it wants. I'm yep. not saying that Ronald McDonald House is not allowed to make choices for itself, sure. but just on a moral level, on a moral playing field, mm-hmm. on what they choose to do and what they choose who the people who they choose to serve, it is immoral. Even if they have the ability to do it, and mm-hmm. it's for freedom's sake, it's immoral that they would choose that path to take. Yep, you know. Yeah. I- I've volunteered at the Ronald McDonald House. They're a great organization. Taylor and I were talking about before. They, mm-hmm. They're great people who work at the Ronald McDonald House, a lot of them who I've met and, and worked with. It's fantastic. So the fact that they're doing this, I mean, that was years ago when I did any stuff with them back when I was in the Boy Scouts. But to, to hear this is just insane. In Canada, I mean, it, because it's in Canada, it makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, Canada is just terrible. I just watched a video two days ago of Justin Trudeau trying to give a handshake to Bolsonaro. Bolsonaro just turns the other way. It's really awkward. It's awesome. It was really awkward. This is why Justin Trudeau has to do this, because he has an inferiority complex. He wants to seem like he can play with the other countries, and he's this big, tough guy, and no one respects him. So he does stupid things like putting in all this stuff and calling unvaccinated people racists because because he's insecure. Mm Mm-hmm. He's insecure about his own position on the world stage and that no one takes him seriously. So this is how he acts. This is how a child acts. A child acts this way when they don't get their way. When people don't take you seriously, then you lash out and do all this. This is how Justin Trudeau is acting because he is a child. He is a child.
1: Yeah, and something I—I I mean, again, it is their it is their legal right to do what they want to do, but it's just it shows just how horrific uh, people view this and how much hysteria and, like we said, mass formation psychosis is yeah. uh, surrounding this. Now, Ronald McDonald House has come out uh, and responded, saying that at the very least they're going to get together their family services teams and try to put the families in alternative housing, and that could be anywhere from a, a hotel to a different facility. But it's it's a different thing to have families who have been staying in these places getting treatment in this regular space having regularity for their children who are terminally ill and then being uprooted because what you didn't give a job to your little kid it's who's insane. ill it's mm-hmm. it's crazy yeah they
2: didn't come out with a statement saying oh yeah that was totally a wrong policy and we're not going to kick out four-year-olds with leukemia from our facilities <laughs> because they don't have a jab which by the way won't prevent them from contracting or spreading the disease mm-hmm. um, or just they didn't come out and get incorrect correct the record on that. Yeah. They're just trying to save face now. It's like, oh, yeah, we'll try to help them with alternative housing. It's like, right. no, how about you reverse your evil policy and decision and have a little perspective?
1: Exactly. Exactly. Think about what you're doing, especially if you're going to uh, sell this to people as if you're doing something that is protecting them. Because where's the evidence of that? And like the father stated, you're not stopping transmission of this. And, and we can still go outside and catch it, even being fully vaccinated and bring it right back. So explain wh- who you're protecting. That would be that would be very very kind. <laughs>
0: They're protecting their politics. It's all political. At this the expense of this so kids political. treatment. This exactly. terminal
2: terminally uh, ill with cancer right. child right. at the expense. It's like, that's the cost. And people have totally lost the plot and lost perspective on the real human cost. It's like all these other externalities with all these lockdowns and and uh, mandates. People are people are dying. People are getting depressed. People are overdosing on drugs because of the externalities associated with these policies. Yeah. And yet anything but let our narrative crumble. Yeah. You're literally let it, let, willing to watch people die.
0: No, big pharma is willing to let all of this happen for their own sake for money for their economic gain uh, not caring about all the people they squash underneath
1: yeah it means and, nothing to them and let's say they put them in an alternative facility and they give them the full treatment that they've been getting sure that's great but a, a piece of normalcy for a child like that is really important and to uproot them and, and separate them from the place that they've known the entirety of their treatment for for this for the sake of really just patting yourself on the back because we know it's not truly doing anything is really just disgusting It truly is. Uh, So I wonder if anything's going to happen here because, like I said, it's getting a lot of heat on the internet and a lot of attention called to it, but we'll see.
0: see. It's like, yeah, that's good. That is one thing that is good. I've said this before. I said this on my blog post about the end of the year. One thing I realized, be like James O'Keefe. Everyone has a smartphone. Expose this stuff. This guy getting this video and exposing this Mm -hmm. is incredible. It Mm -hmm. is so good. When you are faced in a situation like this where someone is telling you something so stupid and ridiculous, even if they have the quote-unquote legal right to do it, still record it because if enough people get upset about it, then these things can reverse themselves. Mm -hmm. Okay. It doesn't always happen. not going to give you guarantees, but at least make a public outcry about it and and say that this is happening. Record everything and then ask for forgiveness later. Okay. It was
2: the number one trend on Twitter today. And we're talking about it now because this dad recorded this. Right. So right. You have that power.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, Mm -hmm. now everyone's talking about it, how ridiculous
1: it is. Yep. Be the dad. Mm -hmm. Be that one. Um, Now, we're going to move on to a quick uh, Novak Djokovic update before we move on to our final story, and that is Prince Andrew and the uh, upcoming trial looking into his sexual assault or alleged sexual assault of a young woman early in the early 2000s. Somebody brought to light the interview process for Novak Djokovic when he uh, showed up in Australia with his medical exemption. And it's really interesting what they put this guy through. If you guys want to go and check it out, it is on Twitter. Uh, this one was uh, posted by IVTC Zero on Twitter but here is the documentation of how the interview went I want to just read a couple points in this so he was brought back to an interviewer to talk about what evidence he had for him being able to stay in Australia and play in the Australian Open the interview says the interviewer says I will give you like you know 20 minutes or whatever if you need more time you can request that and you need to provide us reasons why we shouldn't cancel the visa Uh, Djokovic responds I mean I'm really failing to understand what else Do you want me to provide you? I have provided all the documents that Tennis Australia and the Victorian government had asked me to in the last three or four weeks. This is what we have been doing. My agent and I have been in constant communication through my agent with Tennis Australia and the Victorian state government. And the medical panel, the interviewer interrupts him, and he, he ends with this in the interview. I wouldn't be here sitting in front of you if I wasn't complying to all the rules and regulations set by your government. So I just, I don't know what I mean. Uh, to me, it's a little bit shocking that you are, uh, he sort of summons a little bit, uh, that you are going to give me the notice uh, and cause my visa and cancel my visa based on what. So he essentially went back and forth with this guy after being told prior to even coming to Australia that he was going to be okay to play in the Australian Open. This was something that he had already signed off on weeks ahead of time and then showed up in Australia and was basically rug-pulled for being there without knowing. Now, people have come forward. Howard Stern had some things to say, which we all know and dislike Howard Stern. Here's what he had to say about Novak Djokovic. Howard Stern went after Novak Djokovic, calling the tennis star selfish for refusing the COVID-19 vaccine. The
2: Joker, I call him the Joker. What a! F- Nobody
3: else, Howard. <laughs> oh, they do? Do they really? I don't. i yes. The first I heard of yes. this guy Excuse is that me. he
2: doesn't want to get his vaccine and he's running around. Nobody's clear what his that. They should throw him right the f- out of tennis.
1: That's it. His Goodbye. Dad- what? A- <laughs> That's what Howard Stern had to say about Novak. And we all know that he's been a pretty constant, as far as celebrities go, he's been pretty constant uh, uh, in support of vaccination, vaccine mandates. So it's no surprise to hear him call him an effing a-hole and say that he should be thrown out of tennis.
0: Yeah, these are the types of people who during the the trump era um they were saying i'll never get this shot you know not Mm -hmm. well it's by why this president and he's rushing it's going to give me a third arm and now they're all saying like oh if you don't get it you got to get fired and it's like i'm ready to shame these people and they're all horrible it's like these are these types of people it's all political it's all political they know it's going to score them political points by saying these types of things it's not brave What Ronald McDonald House did wasn't brave of them to to stand that way. What Howard Stern said wasn't brave. What was brave was Novak Djokovic doing this, threatening to lose his entire career, all of his sponsors, everything. I mean, not being able to compete, all of this. You know, and him standing strong by his values, by his convictions. That's bravery. What Howard Stern is doing here is he's being a coward.
1: Yeah, it's so easy to just look down on somebody and blame them. And again, we saw an article saying... How dare he show up in a country without being vaccinated? And and it's really uh we should just take the the athletes out of sports now who who do this. They called out Kyrie Irving. They called out Draymond Green. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. <clears throat> they place no onus on the corporations that are in, instituting these mandates and then letting right. them slide. Like that's what we're seeing. We're seeing people with big names be able to go up against them because of the the commodities that they produce and how much money they uh, how much revenue they generate. Uh, and then we see the Average people sort of fall by the wayside, but that's not uh, to blame the athletes who are standing up for their own freedom. They have the privilege of being able to do that because of the revenue that they create. And it, it points out the failure in the system and the failure in the science behind COVID-19 that those people who who are able and produce enough revenue to stand up are allowed straight back into the sport. And that's not their fault. It's the fault of the people who are pushing out this false misinformation and telling them that they need to be vaccinated.
0: Mm-hmm. Howard Stern back in September, he said, F their freedom. I want my freedom to live, yep. talking about people who are unvaccinated in this country. Yep. That's the level of selfishness that these people have. They're calling us selfish because we are unvaccinated and apparently is putting them at risk by being unvaccinated. In reality, all these people want is their political gain. Mm-hmm. This is all what it's about. It's about the political gain. When someone says to you on, a, on one of the biggest radio shows in the world and says F their freedom to people who choose not to get the jab, mm-hmm. I, I think you can really tell what this is about. I mean, it's not about safety. None of this is about safety. It's about selfishness. Yeah. It's about moral, moral pon- uh, pandering uh, and moral posturing. It's What is really it's about all about power, man. too? Yeah. But,
2: like Novak no, Novak Djokovic took a COVID test presumably to get into Australia, and he, he's healthy. He doesn't have COVID. So all of this hysteria is over a healthy guy who's not sick, who can't get anyone else sick, mm-hmm. um, over not taking a jab that won't prevent him from getting sick anyways, <laughs> or spreading it to anyone else. Right, but well, they, like, they say they're asymptomatic. We're skipping past thing. all of this, and all we're talking about is all this like rigmarole about their policies and whether he violated them blah, and all these little technicalities. It's like your rules don't make, this has been my critique the whole way through. Your rules are completely irrational in sure. the first place and it's way disproportionate. The precautions that you're taking are so disproportionate for, relative to the actual risk and the risk is one that the athlete is assuming on himself, not imposing on anyone else. So why, like the conversation is always about, I'm always confused because they make the conversation about Kyrie or Aaron Rodgers or whomever it may be and it's never about the absurdity of the the rules and the governments and the and the NBA or whomever it may be that are making this pol- these policies it's like we've come they've completely lost touch with the reality and somehow yet yeah, our media and the average person who talks about this stuff just stays about stays talking about the the criticize of the athlete and talk calls them selfish and all this stuff and it's yeah. like you have a little bit of perspective. Again, we just... There's no perspective. Lost the you don't, you yeah. don't need
0: perspective. You don't what? need perspective whatsoever. I mean, these people... You, you don't need perspective to, to influence every... To millions of people because if millions of people believe it, then they're going to continue to believe it because they want to be in the majority. They want to be right. I mean, this is this, this nonsense claim. These nonsense claims about asymptomatic spread. I mean, Dr. McCullough, he talks about asymptomatic spread. There have been people in the, the NHH who have talked about asymptomatic spread that before all this happened, that that doesn't happen. With viral infections, You are not going to have asymptomatic spread. Right. But they have based all these different policies off of the fact thinking that people will asymptomatically spread this virus like a bunch of germs. And now you have all this stupidity Mm -hmm. because of lies. Right. And if you just get rid of all the nonsense and all the lies, then maybe some of these things can make sense. But they're not going to do that. and They're not going to to give up.
1: Yep. Lies, 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 and more lies, and more cover-ups, and more uh, retractions without any accountability. Uh, And we're going to move on to one more story here. This is the one that I'm most excited to talk about. Speaking of
2: cover-ups and no accountability.
1: Speaking of cover-ups and absolutely no accountability, is there going to be justice to fully encompass all the things that Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell and every single person that was associated knew what they were doing and participated with what they were doing? Is there going to be accountability for that? Uh, Probably not. But here's a story that just warms my heart a little bit because I think more is going to come to light. This is from Deadline.com. Prince Andrew latest. Uh, New York judge rejects attempt to dismiss civil claim and case will move forward for those of you who don't know Prince Andrew was accused of sexually assaulting a girl on multiple occasions who was underage her name is Virginia Dufresne so she's one of the first people to come out against Jeffrey Epstein Ghislaine Maxwell and their entire ring that they were running and one of the people that she implicated was Prince Andrew saying that she met with him on multiple occasions had a night where he where uh, she had partied with him uh, that led to sexual assault and he has outright denied 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 Now, it's been taken to court in a civil case, and he attempted to get that retracted and taken away and just sweep that underneath the rug. The judge has said, no, we are going to go through with this civil trial in the United States, and if the evidence is properly and sufficiently combed through, I'm assuming they will find this man guilty, allegedly allegedly now I want to show you guys and this is an interview that you might not have seen even though uh, it was pretty popular at the time so Prince Andrew did an interview two years ago about this case in particular about the accusations made by Virginia Giuffre and I want you to hear his excuse uh, and his reasoning for why he this did not happen just to let you know a little bit of background and context. We know that they've met each other. There are pictures of him with her. And he's going to give his detailed explanation of how this could not have happened. Here we go.
3: She was very specific about that night. Mm. She described dancing with you and you profusely sweating (laughs) and that she went on to have baths, possibly... There's a slight problem with with the sweating um, because uh, I, I, I have a... Peculiar medical condition, which is that I
2: don't sweat.
1: Prince Andrew, who mm-hmm. served in the Royal Navy, says he developed the rare medical condition during his combat tour in the Falklands War. The convenient. royal also casting doubt on the authenticity of this photo. Yeah, let's pause right there on the photo just so you can see. And, Will, if you want to see, too, that is clearly P- Prince Andrew and Virginia Giuffre. His hand is around her waist. Uh, and there's Who's Ghislaine. that in the background? Who's that in the background? That's Ghislaine Maxwell, Jeffrey Epstein's girlfriend and sex ring runner. Uh, let's continue watching the interview. Oh, appearing to show him with Giuffre when she says she was just 17. Wow, that's cool. me,
3: but, but whether that's my hand or whether that's... Um the position i i but i don't I have simply no recollection of a photograph ever being taken. I'm not one to um as it were hug and
0: um public displays of affection are not something that that I do <laughs> this is like you i'm watching the notebook okay? uh-huh. and I start crying, yep, and then. People are laughing at me for crying. Yep. And then I say, no, I have this rare medical condition. I'm not actually crying, I'm just sweating out of my eyeballs. Right, right. right that's what this seems like it
1: is simply amazing and that is just a couple of the different excuses that he used so one was that like he said after an injury in war which is super convenient a little tug on the heartstrings a little bit that he couldn't sweat for a period of time and during that period of time would have been uh the the time that virginia was referencing but after that period of time he was able to sweat again which explains why he's sweating during this entire interview uh and now he never danced with her and he clearly didn't didn't take the photo hugging on her side because he doesn't show uh, public affection to people. He doesn't ever display that and he would never want that photographed, even though that's his face, his body, and his hand around her waist in the picture. Uh, she also, He also is accused of meeting with Jeffrey Epstein after his initial trial for sexual assault against minors. So he was initially tried and ev- it came out to the world that yes, Jeffrey Epstein was uh, sexually abusing minors. And Prince Andrew went and visited Epstein after that trial was pictured in discussion and conversation attended what was a a party that lasted over a period of days at Jeffrey Epstein's estate. And he in this interview, which you can go and watch on BBC News. It's about an hour long uh, states that the only reason I went to go see Jeffrey Epstein after that trial and after the allegations came forward was to tell Jeffrey Epstein that I could not see him anymore because of the allegations. So that's why he stayed at four days at Jeffrey Epstein's estate, where he was abusing young women. After the allegations came out, to tell him that he could not see him anymore.
0: Let's hope people are held accountable for this kind of stuff. Yep. You know, for once in in our lives.
1: Yep.
2: The last breakup I went through, it took me four days to explain that I couldn't see you anymore. Let me tell you.
1: Yep. <laughs> it's you want to play amazing. the laugh track for that? <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry guys. Yeah. We we need to utilize that more. That's, oh, that's not the right one. Way.
2: There we go. There you go. We're, our producer is uh, kind of a noob here. We, that's why we need to hire new people.
1: That is very true. So guys, yeah, we are <laughs> we are hiring at PragerU. Go to prageru.com slash jobs and see if there's a job that fits you. But yeah, I make I'm interested to see how this civil trial goes through. Uh, it's very it's pretty clearly cut and dry. Allegedly, I have to say, uh, but there needs to be more accountability here. And where there's one Prince Andrew, there is a hundred more who were involved, who are listed in Epstein's black book, who visited his island, who went on his private jet, who went to his place in Florida and who did either know about his abuse of young girls or participate in it. And are we going to see all the names? Absolutely not. But I think this one is one that is really unavoidable when it comes to justice. So let's hope. Now, guys, last segment of the day. Will's mom gave us a gift. Will, do you want to explain what this gift is um
0: the gift <laughs> they're called moms they give birth to you um, they're great your mom great. is a everyone gift. should have one <laughs> no they yeah no my mom is fantastic she's great hopefully um, she's doing well now she's a little tired oh but she's doing great
1: sorry will's um, mom get some sleep
0: get some sleep mom she's probably watching i'd be tired watching. too
1: if will was my son yeah no she's exhausted she's
0: <laughs> it's too much for her to handle right right i can so only so this, this is uh, she got it for me for christmas for the show it's like, actually, I don't really know. You probably okay. know better than it's I do. It's a game
1: called Who's Most Likely To, and each card has a prompt on it, and you're going to ask who's most likely to do blank. And we will vote on who's most likely to. Maybe we'll do, I don't know, 10 or so of them, and see who's okay. most likely to. Typically, you'd pass it around. Are you supposed around. to win? Uh, yeah, there is you winning, have the most winning and losing. Yeah, like the first one to 10 or, you know, you can ch- you can change the rule essentially. The first one to what is the winner of who's most likely to because you ranked up enough categories. Oh, I can make a
2: poll for these too maybe on
1: YouTube. Oh, okay, yeah, Taylor, it. you better hop on that. I'm going to pull the first card. Instead of passing it around, we'll just have me read the prompts and we will vote uh, together. Who is most likely to uh, go to Taco Bell sober?
0: <laughs> Probably
1: probably Taylor Taylor yeah I'm, definitely Taylor I, because I don't
0: eat Taco Bell so I wouldn't go drunk or sober
1: yeah I'm, Taco Bell is not a frequent visit for me so it would but be I feel like it is a frequent visit for Taylor yeah
2: well just you know Taylor, Taylor. Taco Bell is great Taylor loves okay diversity. so Taylor
1: is definitely the winner on this one
2: drunk or sober <laughs> so I read totally tober <laughs>
1: <laughs> totally Tober. Uh, this is gonna be way too hard to put the polls out on Hold time. On, I got this music going. There I'm gonna we vote go. for Taylor. Mm. Oh, 67% voted Taylor so far. Wait, what? Okay, next one. Okay, who's most likely to be convinced of anything?
0: not me no I'm the last one Will? are you joking I
1: feel like okay I feel like if it's like somebody who's like reasonable and on your side you like read their book and you're like hell yeah this is so true
0: yeah but that's not convinced this sounds like it's like like uh I could tell you that gullible's written on the ceiling and then you look okay
1: well who do you vote for you okay (laughs) Taylor you're the tiebreaker who's uh most likely to be convinced of anything
0: I um, got to be called by everyone that I'm the most stubborn person in the world. What do you mean? You are they,
1: extremely they, stubborn. Right. So I, can, I can't when, be
0: convinced.
2: Yeah, but when yeah. you believe something, like be you opposite. like believe it unequivocally.
1: Yeah, that's why I'm like. That's yeah, but that's will. it's very hard
2: be to persuade like, you. You're wrong. Right. Yeah. So I'm convinced. Well, even if you believe something wrong.
0: No, I never. <laughs> no, but wait. Am I misunderstanding the prompt?
2: Maybe
1: you can be convinced of anything. I feel like I can't be convinced of anything. Maybe it's none of us. <laughs>
0: Amala has a steel bur- steel trap brain. It's,
1: <laughs> it's impenetrable. I can be convinced of things, but it's so, not like you could just so like. The chat tell is me.
2: saying it's Amala.
0: Wow. Yeah, I think it's. That's just
1: I because I'm a Amla. woman and I'm agreeable. Yeah. Okay, guys. Who's the
2: best?
0: You, cook.
1: You, you misogynist. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, that's that's not a good one. That's inappropriate. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um Say it. Okay, I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> say it, it. Amala. Not gonna say it. Is it because it's you? That thing. Oh, this one. Okay. Who's most likely to be directionally challenged?
2: Yeah. Amala.
1: Me, baby. 100%. Wait, so are you winning though? Do we even
2: have to ask the audience? The audience picked me for the Taco Bell one, by the way. Okay. Nice.
1: I don't know if I'm winning or losing, but...
0: Are you supposed to have the most? Because I have zero so far.
1: Well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm losing. You have what you have. Uh, Who's most likely to be obsessed with how they look in photos? You. Me? Yeah. Will. I was going to say Will.
0: No, maybe before, but not remember, so much now. Do you
1: remember when you posted a picture of you with a fan and you're like, look at my arms on creatine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you they look good. You posted that publicly to the internet. Of course. No, so, people should
2: see my gains.
1: It's definitely you. Fine, I'll I take the Will. Oh my
2: God, the chat is like a thousand percent Will. It's just they're screaming. <laughs> what,
1: what do you mean?
2: <laughs> no, they were talking about the last
0: one.
1: There's a whole compilation online that you guys can look up um, of Will complimenting himself. Right. And but that, that doesn't mean looks. that I care
0: and how the, I look in pictures.
1: Complimenting the way that you look.
0: No, but that's just natural. That has nothing to do with oh, like a picture. It's oh only my. natural you know? that I
1: compliment it's the not
2: way like, that I look. It's literally like 15 to 1 will to. <laughs> okay.
1: Who's <laughs> most likely to be Bye. a I'll craft beer snob? Taylor. 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 <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: the worst. easy Yeah. yeah I'm not even More like
0: who's it, the most though. likely to be an asshole? Wow. That's what being a craft beer snob is.
3: Oh my gosh. You guys
2: have your pretentious takes on like music and movies and all this stuff. I don't even talk about craft beer. I just enjoy it. So
1: that's true. No, it's fine. No,
2: Taylor's pretty good about it. I'm joking. Taylor's really good about it.
0: Thank you for that clarification. He just likes what he likes. All right.
1: Who is? You like what you like. (laughs) Who is? You love who you love. Taylor. You love who you love, Taylor. All right. (laughs) Who is most likely to coach a kid's soccer team and be way too into it? Taylor. Taylor. I or could Saturday. see what, well. I Will would see, be really
2: competitive too. I don't oh know yeah, care. I could Let's see you realize. being like
1: screaming through the fence of like just screaming at your kids. Mm-hmm. I could also see Taylor just being way too into it from like a strategic standpoint. He listens to like his football podcast every day. So I think I'm gonna vote Taylor. What's your vote, Will? You um, or
0: Taylor. I would I would probably say Taylor.
1: Okay. He
0: unless if it was cars. my i'm gonna kids. say
2: will just because he hates losing so much
1: oh that is very I true i do actually, actually i, I don't like it's actually will.
0: well now i win okay good now I we win. all have two okay now we all have two okay. all right first to four
1: who's most likely to overreact to everything me you are a woman i am a woman Ooh. i don't know that my
0: mom gets mad at me because i don't react
1: no way. It's definitely Will. It's definitely Will. I've actually had a distinct conversation with my boss at PragerU saying they don't know how I feel about things because whenever Will's upset, he just throws a tantrum.
0: <laughs> I don't throw a tantrum. I just say why I'm upset. Yeah. And then I tell them, you know?
2: He's if not I, crying. He's sweating from his eyes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't sweat. Uh,
0: actually,
1: I have a condition that says I can't sweat. I don't know why I did it in a Scottish accent, but it's uh, definitely Will. I can't Taylor. sweat. Taylor, do you have a vote?
0: Yeah, I'm going to say Will. Fine. I'm go. not you guys overreact. <laughs> I don't overreact.
1: I, Craig told me that I underreact. <sighs> yeah. So it's right, okay.
0: No, I'm good at it. Uh it.
1: I'm winning now. Well, oh, that's very inappropriate. Say it. Nope. Um I'm
2: trying to make these polls fast enough, it's hard. It's while switching cameras too. I don't know.
1: None of you do this. Okay. Who's most likely to make a terrible first impression? <laughs> Will. <laughs> oh my
2: god. Yeah. Will says very aggressive things.
1: Yes. That I doesn't first... mean
2: it's a that's a good
0: first impression. Uh Right, okay, fine. No, I I I will take I will take that. Because it's either a really really great first impression or really bad. When I first met so, you I
1: was like this dude hates me.
2: Right. Well, that's
1: It took like Took a while.
2: We did a we did a you laugh you lose pickup lines with uh, Will and Amala. We did, and we couldn't use it because Will didn't laugh at anything. He had no reactions. Yeah, whatsoever. it was just well, cause so
1: Well, because I didn't want to
2: lose. He made a terrible first It was impression. you
0: laugh you lose. I wasn't going to lose.
1: Yeah. Right. Who is most likely to say I literally failed that test and then get a ninety eight percent?
2: I
0: me.
1: think I think it's me.
2: Yes, that's true. Amala, every time she has an interview or is going to make an appearance on a show or is doing something outside the norm, even like acting in a skit with us, she's like, I'm so nervous. I can't do it. And then like, they turn on. <laughs> I don't on, think so. No, they, no. I they think turn it... on the camera and then she's like, nails it.
0: No, Amala's more confident than that. She, you don't, I don't, you don't know. Say, no. you she don't say, she do says, yes, I she do does. When I do
1: speeches and stuff, I'm like, this is going to be horrible. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. And then I end up doing it. It's fine. Taylor seen it more so because Taylor was like my my, my travel buddy when I was going around doing these speeches. But yeah, I don't
0: think it's really any of us, in my opinion. But I, you could give it to yourself. I'll, I'll you give want. it to me because I, but I'm giving yeah, it I to I the
1: I know that's. I don't think it's too much. I know that to me. be honest. Uh, okay, let's see. That's not okay. <laughs> what?
2: Jeez, what kind of game did your mom get us, Will? <laughs> Can't ask half the questions. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Who who's most likely to not have standards?
0: Like, what does that mean?
1: I'm I'm assuming like dating standards.
0: You go out there gonna say me?
2: (laughs) (laughs) You guys are looking at that awkward silence. Yeah, I know. You're just like, Will. (laughs) well, dating or like?
1: I'm gonna say dating. I'm gonna say dating. Right. No,
0: I've I definitely have dating standards.
1: Will Will's (laughs) dating standards are woman (laughs) Um, breathing breathing yes conservative do
2: they identify as female
0: yeah no they have to have the right chromosomes that's really important
1: okay oh sorry
0: well listen i'm winning the game
1: now you are winning the game because
0: of
2: you guys being mean to me i am winning the game so i'm fine with it
1: let's keep going
2: this is actually like golf where you want the lowest score possible so it might be no you want the most cards. (laughs) who's
1: most likely to quote movies that no one has seen Definitely Taylor, hundred percent Taylor.
2: I don't know. You what like would? all those weird like Japanese cartoon movies that, but I don't that quote
1: them. You guys are like the movie quoters. Everyone's all seen
2: of Lord of the Rings, and if they haven't, they should be in jail. So...
0: Agreed.
1: Well, that's you the quote... one we quote the most. I don't know. I sure, like... I'll say Taylor. Taylor. wins that. All right,
0: one. Taylor, you win. That was a boring okay. one. Yeah, Taylor boring wins one. the boring ones.
2: So well, boring. That's because I'm the old man here.
1: That's <laughs> who's most likely to be pulled over for driving too slow. <laughs>
0: Um either you or Taylor.
2: I don't drive
1: slow. Taylor not I, I already knew it was I me when I I take exception to that.
2: Yeah, it's definitely on it's me. I
0: just definitely knew it was me. me.
1: Um okay. That's inappropriate. Jeez. Jeez. Okay, I can read this one. No. Nope. Mom, well, what
2: your kind mom of needs game? to get some less raunchy <laughs> games. Yeah, mom, you got like most
0: <laughs> sexual games. Who's
1: most likely to always <laughs> want to play stupid card games? Me. Taylor.
0: Yeah.
2: You pointed to yourself.
1: Saying, no, no, you I too? wasn't pointing. I was just oh. fixing, messing with yeah. my mic. Same Taylor. Yeah.
0: yeah. I want to play him as you much play- as you.
2: Someone sent yeah. us a Lord of the Rings card game that Will and I need to play. Yeah, we do. It looks like fun.
1: Yeah. Who's most likely to trample a little kid on Black Friday?
0: <laughs> you guys are going to see me again. <laughs> I know you're looking at each other and you're going to say me. No,
1: I'm not going to say
0: I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> All the bad I think- ones, I win.
1: I don't know. I think you and Taylor have like an equal, like, it's not my kid type thing. I <laughs> it's might not vote. my kid.
2: I'll kill it's it. the parents' fault for putting the kid there. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Don't you know that I these TVs are twenty five percent off? <laughs> yeah.
1: I actually might vote for you. I Taylor. don't. I don't
2: get that excited about Black Friday. I would only like buy stuff online. I'm, no one wants to deal with it.
1: Okay, so nobody wins that one.
2: You do. Yeah. You're the woman.
1: Okay. Here's one between the two of you. Who's most likely to argue over beer pong rules?
2: Mm. I'd say it's pretty equal to well, be I just know them and I'm right so yeah it's not an argument it's, not an it's just argument. uh but I we will and I play have played we're a on few a, times team. And yeah. we're a team so you're sharing. And we're on the same page about the rules so yeah.
0: all right let's do a couple
1: more a okay, couple more who's most likely to be a different person around their boyfriend or girlfriend this is uh airing it out <laughs> <Gee>. <laughs> do we have any real substance for this
2: Around my wife, you guys know, and just—he's
1: <laughs> just a totally, totally different different Jekyll and Hyde yeah, over yeah. here.
2: No, around my boyfriend, it's something. <laughs> so.
0: I
1: don't know that any of us are different around our significant. I mean, other. Will does I act mean, a
0: lot differently
2: around Scott.
1: I huh, do. Scott?
0: Listen, he makes me nervous. Oh. Of course, I'm gonna act
2: different.
1: Do we have an answer for this? You can be honest. I
2: don't know. I think we just skipped that one. You guys are all.
1: I think we're all. I think we're all pretty chill. Mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm just as stubborn in a relationship
0: as yes. I am in real life.
1: Will's exact. You don't turn. Will. No, does maybe not this change. is Amala.
2: Maybe it's
0: Amala.
1: Maybe it's me. Am I different?
2: You're very like giggly. But you're giggly I'm a, I'm in a general. Happy
1: giggly. Yeah. But
2: around boys, you're like you're very giggly.
1: I'll take it. I'll take <laughs> it.
2: Not that that's not you.
1: Who's most likely to give zero Fs? William.
2: Definitely will. Easy. One more. Sorry, guys, guys. I gave up on the polls. It's too much for me to try to switch cameras and <laughs> do all this. For...
1: Okay. Last one. Who's most likely to giggle at everything? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, God. Not me. <laughs> and on two very obvious yeah. ones. Yes. Uh, that was fun. Yeah.
1: There we go, guys. That's a good game. Thanks,
2: Will's mom. Yeah. Thanks, mom.
1: Thanks, Will's mom. Appreciate mama.
2: it. Merry Christmas,
0: mom.
1: Yeah. And I think Will's the Call winner.
0: me, mom. I'm <laughs> waiting call- for your call.
1: Yeah and get your your post-show text Mm -hmm. about how well we did.
0: Mm -hmm. My favorite text of the day. (laughs) Every day.
1: Anyways, guys, that's who's most likely to. Guys, make up your own who's most likely to and answer it down below in the comments once the stream is over. We want to look through and see which one has the most likes. See how well you know us on the show. Thank you so much for watching. Please like, subscribe, click the notification bell to be notified every single day when we go live. Plus, give us a follow or a subscription and a five-star review on Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And if you want to come work with us here at PragerU, possibly work on Will and Amala Live with Will, Taylor, and I, or work on the other part of PragerU team, a different department, go to PragerU.com, go to Getting Involved, and work with us, and you can see the different job listings that we have open here at our beautiful, amazing organization. Again, leave that comment down below. Who's most likely to do blank and give your answer, and we will see you tomorrow at 2.30 Pacific, 5.30 Eastern, except I won't be here. Because I'll be out giving a speech, so Will and Taylor will be holding down the fort, and they'll see you tomorrow. Bye, guys.
3: See ya. Bye.